Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. We are here with another flipping Wednesday, and I can't believe it's September. Happy September, Bessie. You beat me. Dang it. <laughs> Good one. You got me. Woo. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of like the mood sound, so I just added that. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, folks. I hope you can hear me. Basic, I think you can. I think it's with dope. Hopefully, radio listening. And hopefully, they'll give us a hand and uh, we won't go the uh, air again. Yeah, just like that. Boom, that's how that goes. Oh, I love the new sound effects. Welcome to Day Wednesday, kids. I hope you're having a good one. September 1st. And guess what? 115 days till Christmas. That's not a lot. Not a lot of days. 115. Wow. Yeah. All right. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. What are you all smoking out there? That was funny. <laughs> what you smoking? Uh, I just smoked some Girl Scout cookies. With Granddad Purple and OG Kush. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, can you earth on the air? That's always our plan. Yeah. part of the show. Morning, great. Good afternoon. You're having lunch already over there. For lunch. I love you. Here, I'm ready. <laughs> I wrecked my breakfast this morning. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, what's going on? September 1st, basically fall, which means it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah, I'm going to start decorating, but the the um, uh, rain has been crazy over here. Everybody's getting crazy weather. Uh, sorry for what's going on everywhere with weather. Uh, New Orleans, all over. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's just awful. Um, anyway, I cannot even imagine. Um, all right. Lots of interesting things to talk about. Um, no, not that guy's hair. <laughs> it's, it's just, if you look at the beginning of High Times, there's some guy with dreads on the cover, and he's, he's that's a lot. That's a big old mess of dreads. He's just pulling it out. I'm like, okay, pull out your dreads, man. But I do have an article that we want to read, but first we want to give a shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down, get certified. Uh, Two-year certification is $299. That includes the $150 state fee. Uh, That includes the fees whether you have records or not. And um, yeah, we welcome walk-ins. You can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and click. Click on the certification section up there, and you can book your appointment. <clears throat> and what conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card? 
that would be PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, and that includes all the types of Alzheimer's and dementia, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, and that includes like Parkinson's and any tremors and things, any kind of seizure. Um, and then with the chronic pain, that will cover your migraines, your fibromyalgia, um, IBS. I mean, people are coming in um, with all sorts of aches and pains. So um, it'll cover most, most anything. Uh, it says you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or medical condition or just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above conditions or more. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can get right online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and click on, you can book appointments. There's a form at the bottom of the page you can fill out. Um, we do telemedicine, so if you uh, want to take a look at our uh, telemedicine uh, section, fill that out and send that in, and we will give you a call. Um, all sorts of stuff. Events. We are going to be at Pride this year. Yeah. Dinosaur roll. Yeah. That's right. Kind of a scary one. We're going to be at Pride. October 2nd, I believe. Go to the events section. It's right there. Yep. October 2nd, 2021. I'm not sure of the time. But you can check out uh, there. Oh, I should I should make that link a link. Yeah, I should make the link a link. So, but there is TucsonPride.org down there. Where you can check out the time. Um, they were founded in 1970. Arizona's first and longest established LGBTQ organization. And each year, Tucson Pride hosts the annual Pride in the Desert festivities, including a well-attended Pride Parade and Pride in the Park. Festival. So we'll have a tent set up and lots of giveaways and we'll have our usual giveaway that no one has but has had but us in the in the past years, which is surprising. But you have to come to our booth to find out what it is. What it is. Yeah, check it out. You know, we've got some great videos on our website. I'm just gonna run through this a little bit since we don't have a guest today, which is great. I think next week we have a very interesting guest. Um, and I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce it, Tat? I'm not sure. We'll, we'll find out. Um, but it's a cigarette replacement that tastes like cigarettes, but it has CBD in it, but there's no nicotine or anything in it, but it tastes like it. Hmm. I guess that's kind of the equivalent of the non-alcoholic beers. Oh, do. Which somebody brought on a movie set last time. Uh, thank you. Uh, he brought those up because he had to, uh, had to have a real beer in his book sit in his 1800s outfit. <laughs> it's really funny. It's not very good to see, though. Check out our videos. Um, Dr. Esther Grinspoon um, was on a show, actually, quite a few years ago. A uh, very interesting show. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Robert Platshorn, who we love. Should Grandma smoke pot? Absolutely. That is the... Uh, yeah, the real thing on that, guys. That's one of the best videos ever out there. Absolutely the answer. Maybe we'll play some of that one today. Oh, Watermelon Girl was on our radio show. Um, and she's uh, baking a fool of herself. Uh, let's see, where is it? There we go. Great videos on how to cook with cannabis. She's usually cooking with her mom. Um, Dr. Sanjay Gupta's four specials are on there. He has not been on our show yet. Uh, yet. Notice I said yet. We should have him on. And Dr. Uh, Courtney, we haven't had on either. Leaf, 
I absolutely love that video. That's a fantastic video. Um, and here is a doctor from Northern California making full cannabis extract, otherwise known as RSO or Phoenix Tears. Um, FECO sounds very strange to me. I don't, F-E-C-O, full extract cannabis oil. I mean, there's so many ways of saying they're just getting taking the oil out of the plant. Come on, guys. Just get your oil on. It's cannabis oil. That's all it is. Cannabis oil. Um, and we almost got Rick Simpson on the show. Still might. Uh, and then there's uh, Cannabis, The Lost History, uh, Hemp for Victory, When Our Government Forced the Farmers to Grow Hemp. And then, of course, there's John Oliver, a very funny video, which we might end up just playing some of because you know what we just need funny times sometimes you know gets heavy life gets heavy sometimes we need some funny things and there's also a saturday night live skit uh called put your weed in it and that's a great john oliver just the look on his face (laughs) he's funny all right um okay so here's an article um seven diseases that can be treated with medical marijuana. Here we go. Over the past four decades, well, depression is the first one. Over the past four decades, treating diseases with medical marijuana has been on the rise. Yep, golf clap for that. The credibility of cannabis has grown in the medical community as a possible solution to treat chronic conditions and diseases. While marijuana hasn't demonstrated that it is the ultimate solution or cure to end a disease in general, it can help soothe the effects of chronic disease, inhibit diseases from developing at a rapid pace, and possibly become a replacement for opioids. Oh, there's that word again, little opi. And they might become a replacement to handle emotional and physical pain. This is how marijuana positively contributes to the following seven diseases. One, depression. A study from the University of Buffalo's Research Institution on Addictions tested how marijuana affected chronic stress in rats and uses with equivalent human responses. In this experiment, researchers found that when the rats were bound by rodent restraints for long periods of time, a source of chronic stress, the production of their brain's endocannabinoids rapidly decreased. <clears throat> I have questions about this test already. Um, <laughs> what's a rodent restraint for one? I mean, are they like, I just got done watching Ratatouille, so I'm a little mad right now. I mean, did they got, did they have them? Like, <laughs> I don't even want to know. I can't even, can't even. Um, in regards to human beings and long-term stressful situations, these receptors influence how well a person can process thoughts, gauge emotions, and behave. And They can even impact a person's cognitive ability to handle pain and anxiety. When there is a lack of endocannabinoid production in the brain, an individual is at risk of developing depression. Marijuana can play a role in restoring cannabinoids such as THC and CBD in the endocannabinoid system and helping ease the depression. Tetrahydrocannabinoid. Number two, anxiety. Like depression, anxiety reduces the endocannabinoid production in the brain and inhibits an individual's ability to cope with pain and stress. However, the use of marijuana to treat anxiety can go either way. It can go, <clears throat> it can either deplete anxiety or increase it. While marijuana is meant to bring a person into a tranquil state, some individuals possess a brain chemistry that simply does not react well with the plant's chemicals. In other cases, marijuana has been able to prevent unwanted anxiety attacks, stimulate a calmer fight-or-flight response to stress and altogether provide the user with a high that relaxes in, uh, any tension in the body. Um, well, I would say even on top of that, some strains will exacerbate the already anxious state you're in uh, mentally by making more thoughts. But it's not good. Epilepsy. Okay. Um, given that epilepsy is the cause of seizures, also known as electrical storms, medical scientists have created a specific CBD formula that is proven safe for individuals to use because it possesses little to no on the sensitive psychoactivity of epilepsy patients. Some of the first tests with marijuana, such as a 2015 test at the NYU 
Lagone Medical Center, actually demonstrated that it had the ability to suppress seizures. Because of this, researchers and developers have been marijuana compounds to tailor to an individual's epileptic condition, keeping in mind that this disease affects multiple people differently. But I liked what I heard. They're able to manipulate it to tailor to an individual's epileptic condition, which is always, you know, always the challenge when, um, when, when patients come in is trying to figure out, you know, they, you know, they want to know what exactly is good for their condition. And I love that they're pinpointing stuff like that because um, this is right. It affects everybody differently and everybody is different. <clears throat> Alzheimer's. This is fantastic. And I really wish um, I could get that video that I love so much that's on Robert Platshorn's site. Um, uh, you can look up the Silver Tour and I think... Or even just your grandma smoke pot, you can get to his information. But there's an amazing video on Alzheimer's and dementia um, about cannabis. And maybe during the break, I'll try and find it so I can actually play some of it because um, it's pretty awesome. And even just listening to these stories is really amazing. I always cry every time. Um, Alzheimer's, marijuana, number four. Marijuana diminishes the intensity of hallucinations, improves poor sleeping habits, and stops aggressive outbursts suffered by individuals with Alzheimer's. The main source of Alzheimer's is its rapid production of beta amyloid proteins, which cause plaque to develop in the brain and dangerously reduce the necessary peptides in the acids uh, that enable one to properly function. Most importantly, marijuana can slow the buildup of proteins to prevent existing Alzheimer's from deteriorating an individual brain. Pretty flipping awesome to see the results within 24 to 48 hours of folks that have uh, dementia and, and various uh, types of Alzheimer's and stages, what they go through. All right. <clears throat> Where are we at? Number five. Okay. You're listening to Weed Day Wednesday, folks, if you're just tuning in. Weed Day Wednesday. September 1st. Can't even believe it. HIV AIDS, number five. The HIV virus weakens the immune system, but marijuana softens the impact of disorienting and uncomfortable uh, symptoms of a weak immune system, such as nausea, muscle and joint pain, loss of appetite, severe headaches, and fevers. Furthermore, in this particular study from Spain in 2008, I love how far back they're going to prove these things, marijuana was proven to prevent chemical reactions in the body that create HIV compounds. So see, we have research from 2008, so quit saying there's no research, folks. It's out there. It's out there. And if you turn on CBD Nation... The first thing this lady says is the most powerful thing. Uh, education is out there. And if you're not, what you say, if you're not educating, or if, you're, if you don't educate yourself, it's just arrogance at this point. It's not ignorance anymore. Okay, cancer number six. Ugh, yuck. While marijuana does not fundamentally cure cancer or diminish its symptoms, it is able to reduce the discomfort in certain treatments that many cancer patients undergo. Uh, and this is coming from Cannabis Now magazine. If any of you have any contradictions, I'm just reading their, their articles. Cancer patients who use medical marijuana endure a lessened amount of inevitable nausea and vomiting caused by their chemotherapy treatments. Furthermore, cannabinoids improve appetite and can ease the neuropathic pain that is a result of severe nerve damage caused by chemotherapy. Number seven, drug addiction. Though it seems counterintuitive, recovering addicts can use medical marijuana to reverse the effects of opioid addiction, decrease unwanted drug cravings, and even diminish the emotional and physical symptoms of addiction. This is due to the chemical compounds of cannabidiol, which binds to brain receptors that induces a safer, quote, high and counteract impairments and mental damage caused by long-term uh, long drug abuse. Lastly, marijuana can even replace addictive painkillers since it targets the same nerve receptors as opioids without putting the user at risk for chronic addiction. All right. Well, there you go. <clears throat> Those are their top seven. Um, that was all very interesting. Yeah. So people come in for um, all sorts of conditions and they say, I don't get it. How can, you know, this one plant help with everybody's conditions 
and we say, well, <clears throat> it's because we all have an endocannabinoid system. And I wonder, you know, when you go to Google and you type in endo, um, endocannabinoid, and see if it comes up. Um, and, oh, it does. Look at right there. Endocannabinoid system. What does it have to say? Healthline, a simple guide to how it works. As uh, a complex cell signaling system identified in the early 1990s. All right, look at uh, look at all these articles um, on what does it do, how does CBD affect it, is the endocannabinoid system a real thing? Let's check this out. <laughs> okay, a simple guide to the endocannabinoid system. That's the one. Yeah, I guess there it is. There's your simple guide to how it works. Um, so everybody has one, um, and uh, well, mammals. And they even found, in, if you watch the CBD Nation, they found that tapeworms even had them. Um, cannabinoids are compounds found in cannabis. Experts are still trying to fully understand the endocannabinoid system, but so far we know it plays role in regulating a range of functions and process, including, not limited to, sleep, mood, appetite, memory, reproduction, and fertility. The ECS, endocannabinoid system, <clears throat> exist and is active in your body even if you don't use cannabis. And then uh, read on to see how it works. Um, it involves three core components. Oh, I just heard myself, so I know that we're on air still. All right. Um, this is a super long article. Um, okay, let's read a little. Uh, there's... These receptors are found throughout your body, endocannabinoid receptors. Oh, wait, here, I skipped it, sorry. Okay, it has, there are three core components, endocannabinoids, receptors, and enzymes. Endocannabinoids are also called endogenous cannabinoids, are molecules made by your body. They're similar to cannabinoids, but they're produced by your body. Um, experts have identified two key endocannabinoids so far, anandamide and then AEA, and then two Eric, yeah, two AG, the big old Eric Adonoglycerol or whatever. Can't even do it. Uh, these help keep in uh, internal functions running smoothly. Your body produces them as needed, making it difficult to know what typical levels are for each. All right, so we make our own. Um, these receptors are found throughout your body, endocannabinoids bind to them in order to um, signal the ECS needs to take action. There are two main endocannabinoid receptors. CB1 receptors, are, which are mostly found in the central nervous system, and CB2 receptors, which are mostly found in your peripheral ner uh, nervous system, especially your immune cells. Endocannabinoids can bind to either receptor. The effects that result depend on where the receptor is located and which endocannabinoid it binds to. For example, Endocannabinoids might target CB1 receptors in the spinal nerve to relieve pain. Others might bind to, to a CB2 receptor in your immune uh, <clears throat> cells to signal that your body is experiencing inflammation, a common sign of autoimmune disorders. Enzymes. Enzymes are responsible for breaking down endocannabinoids once they've carried out their function. There are two main enzymes responsible for this. Uh, fatty acid amide hydrolase, which breaks down AEA, and monocyclicerol acid lipase, which typically breaks down 2-AG. What are its functions? Well, the, EC, <clears throat> the ECS is complicated, and experts haven't determined exactly how it works or all of its potential functions. But research has linked the ECS uh, to the following processes. Okay, now remember, this is an article from Healthline. We just randomly pulled up on Google, so don't anybody yell at me. And remember, it's my show. Three, <laughs> whatever I want. All right. Research is linked to ECS, the endocannabinoid system, to the following. Appetite and digestion, metabolism, chronic pain, inflammation, and other immune system responses, mood, learning and memory, motor control, sleep, cardiovascular system function, muscle formation, bone remodeling and growth, liver function, reproductive system function, stress, skin, and nerve function. Wow. That's a lot of magic right there. These functions all contribute to homeostasis, 
which refers to stability of your internal environment. For example, if an outside force such as a pain from an injury or a fever throws off your body's homeostasis, your ECS, your ECS kicks in to help your body return to its ideal operation. Today, experts believe that maintaining homeostasis is the primary role of the ECS. All right. Wow. That's actually very fascinating stuff here. Okay. Well, how does THC interact with the ECS? THC is one of the main cannabinoids found in cannabis. It's the compound that gets you, quote, high. Once in your body, THC interacts with your ECS by binding to receptors, just like endocannabinoids. It's powerful partly because it can bind to both CB1 and CB2 receptors. This allows it to have a, a range of effects on your body and mind, some more desirable than others. For example, THC may help to reduce pain and stimulate your appetite, but it can also cause paranoia and anxiety in some cases. We talked about that earlier. If you're already prone to paranoia and anxiety, lay off the sativas. For real, lay off. Experts are currently looking into ways to produce synthetic THC cannabinoids that interact with the ECS in only beneficial ways. Oh, come on. <laughs> use the real plant. Just learn what to use. How does CBD interact with the ECS? The other major uh, cannabinoid found in cannabis is CBD. Unlike THC, CBD doesn't make you, quote, high and typically doesn't cause any negative effects. Experts aren't completely sure how CBD interacts with the ECS, but they do know that it doesn't bind to CB1 or CB2 receptors the way THC. Uh, instead, many believe it works by preventing endocannabinoids from being broken down. This allows them to have more of an effect on your body. Others believe that CBD binds to a receptor that hasn't been discovered yet. Again, while the details of how it works are still under debate, uh, research suggests that CBD can help with pain, nausea, and other symptoms associated with multiple conditions. Okay, endocannabinoid deficiency. Some experts believe in a theory known as clinical endocannabinoid deficiency which is CECD. This theory suggests that low endocannabinoid level, uh, levels in your body or ECS dysfunction can contribute to the development of certain conditions. A 2016 article reviewing over 10 years of research on the subject suggests the theory could explain why some people develop migraines, fibromyalgia, and irritable bowel syndrome. None of these conditions have a clear underlying cause. They're also often resistant to treatment and sometimes occur alongside each other. Um, if CECD does play any kind of role in these conditions, targeting the ECS and endocannabinoid production could be the missing key treatment, but more research is needed. <clears throat> uh, the bottom line, the ECS plays a big role in keeping your internal process there's still a lot we don't know about it. As experts develop a better understanding of the ECS, it could eventually hold the key to treating several conditions. In other words, kids, smoke more weed. And that leads us to this favorite part of the show. Buff, buff, buff.
for shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, aw, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull those gloves. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Welcome back to Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. September 1st for the bestie, 115 days until Christmas. Get your bongs ready. Lordy B, Lordy B. That's not a long time. Um, that's pretty crazy. Let's see what's going on in the world. We are just having a news day, a Wednesday news day, news from around the world. All right. Um, Let's see. What, uh, let, you know what? Can we search on here? Ooh, yeah. Let's see what is going on with Delta 8. Um, because a lot of people are asking, what the heck is Delta 8? What's going on? What is Delta 8? Let's see. Um, eight reasons to try Delta 8 before it's too late. Oh, okay. Hmm. We'll try that one. Okay, this is in the High Times magazine. I wish I had it in my hands. It's always fun. Um, from weight loss to relaxation and joy, there are plenty of reasons to try Delta 8 THC from oh, from this company. Uh, Delta 8 THC's popularity has skyrocketed, but its days appear to be numbered. Although Delta 8 THC is legal at the federal level, more and more states are banning or restricting its sale across the United States. If you can still buy Delta uh THC where you live, we recommend trying it before it's too late. Uh, Delta 8 is not just THC for those who can't get regular Delta 9 THC, hereafter called THC. It has its own unique benefits, including offering a happy, clear-headed high with less risk of anxiety or paranoia than THC. It offers health benefits for pain, inflammation, nausea, and more. Amazingly, scientific research even shows that Delta 8 could help you lose weight while making you eat more. A 50-day experiment found that mice, again, what's with the mice and the rats? What is, what is with all that? 
A 50-day experiment found that mice given Delta-8 THC ate 22% more than usual but lost 20% of their original body weight. Have we convinced you yet? Well, I don't know. I'm not a, a mouse or a rat, but Ratatouille movie was surely cute. Unfortunately, there's a lot of sketchy Delta-8 THC uh, online and in gas stations and shops. This is true. Uh, especially the smoke shops. It's crazy how, how much junk is out there. Um, and, and that's the hard thing. We always get people come in and say, well, you know, I went to the, I ordered this online or I went to a smoke shop or I got this at the gas station. We're like, well, uh, we have no idea what these, what these people are, are buying. Um, unfortunately, uh, for the highest quality Delta 8, as well as other rare cannabinoids and full spectrum Hawaiian CBD, uh, we recommend uh, rare cannabinoid companies' products. They were the first to create a pure uh, THCV tincture and are about to launch the world's first CBDV oil. Um, <clears throat> so this is basically a oh oh that's why it's a sponsorship for them. Um, okay, let's see. Delta eight THC is a hemp derived cannabinoid that is very similar to the THC found in cannabis. Delta-8 THC can promote euphoria, elation, and relieve symptoms. Scroll down for scientific studies on chemotherapy-related nausea, pain, inflammation, weight control, and more. Does Delta-8 THC get you high? Yes, Delta-8 THC is intoxicating, with most users saying it feels about half to two-thirds as strong as THC. Many say it offers a positive, uplifting experience where they feel more in control and sociable than with THC. Uh, what's the difference between Delta-8 THC and THC regular? <laughs> the two cannabinoids are chemically and functionally nearly identical. They both have a double bond, but Delta-8 has it on the eighth carbon, while Delta-9 has it on the ninth. Uh, the, this difference slightly alters the way they affect the human endocannabinoid system. Okay. Wow. Uh, a double bond, huh? Okay. Most Delta-8 THC is derived from hemp. Thanks to the 2018 Farm Bill, hemp, cannabis containing less than 0.3% THC, can be grown and used for extraction across the United States. This means that Delta-8 THC is federally legal, even in the states uh, where THC is illegal. However, as new legislation comes into place, drum roll, this loophole could be closed. More and more states are banning Delta-8 THC due to its intoxicating properties. That's really lame. Um, can you get Delta 8 shipped to you? Well, it just depends on where you live. Um, I, let's see. Uh, if you, if you, you have to find out. I don't know how you can find out. Um, I guess we can do a search on where Delta 8 is banned, what states ban it. But I think New York just banned it. Not, I think a lot of states around here ban it. Um, again, it depends on where you live. Some states require that each dispensary grows and produces all the products it sells. Since dispensaries normally sell THC from cannabis, it is unlikely they would grow a field of hemp specifically for making Delta-8 THC. That's probably true. Um, what are the health benefits of Delta-8 THC? A lot of juice here. Um, well, one, eat more and lose weight with Delta-8 THC. Hmm. Can you really eat more and lose weight? With Delta TH, uh, Delta 8, we listed this benefit first as it's so extraordinary. Unlike THCV, which is known for suppressing appetite, Delta 8 will definitely give you the munchies. In fact, this scientific experiment found, <laughs> again, that mice who were given Delta 8 THC ate significantly, significantly more than those given regular old THC. Over 50 days, the mice given Delta-8 ate 22% more than usual. However, amazingly, they lost 20% of their original body weight. In addition to weight loss, their activity levels and cognitive functions also improved. Whoa, where is it? This scientist, uh, the scientist who ran the experiment concluded that the cannabinoid could be a therapeutic agent in the treatment of weight disorders. Wow, golf clap for that for those who want to get going on the weight loss. In general... Cannabis users have lower body mass indexes and are less prone to obesity than non-cannabis users, according to this research. Scientists believe this is because cannabis use speeds up metabolism. There it is, folks. It speeds up your metabolism. Do more weed. 
I'm not even going to say smoke it. I'm just going to say do it. Do more weed. Um, that's crazy. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, general cannabis users have lower body mass indexes and are less prone to obesity than cannabis users, according to the research. Scientists believe this is because um, I'm reading this again, <laughs> but that's okay. Because it speeds up metabolism, Delta 8 appears to have a key role in helping people burn more calories faster. Well, that's interesting. That's why you can eat 22% more and burn 20% more weight off. If you want to increase your chances of weight loss with cannabis even further, we'd recommend taking THCV because this cannabinoid decreases hunger, making it easier for people to attain a calorie de- uh, deficit and lose weight faster. Wow. That's an interesting, that's all interesting. While, while some seek out the strongest cannabis flower, dabs and shatter to get obliterated, this is true, many people do like to just get trashed. <laughs> many people prefer a happy, more comfortable high, at least for some activities or daytime use. Delta-8 THC is intoxicating, but in a mellower, more functional way, with users' descriptions ranging from uplifting and energizing the calming and relaxing. So why is everybody banning this? This is crazy. Man, they just don't understand it. Uh, this makes it easier to take it in the morning, on a long flight, at a family get-together, or other occasions where you'd like to take the edge off without being too high to talk or, or move. And that's happened as well. Yeah. That has happened. Delta-8 THC's uh, lower level psychoactivity also makes it more tolerable tolerable for those using hemp and cannabis for health and wellness benefits. Warning, do not drive a vehicle or operate machinery while using Delta-8 THC. Okay. Feeling anxious or depressed? Delta-8 THC may be able to help. Compounds in hemp and cannabis can increase levels of the brain's bliss chemical, anandamide, while a little THC can often improve mood. Too much can do the opposite and increase mental and emotional instability. This is true, especially if you already have anxiety. Delta-8 THC's mellower high appears more likely to improve with less risk of triggering anxiety, paranoia, or depression. And microdosing Delta-8 THC could also help one's mental state without being as intoxicating. It may also be helpful to combine Delta-8 THC with CBC, uh, cannabichromine, and or CBD, this is because CBC has been found to be the best non-psychoactive cannabinoid for raising anandamide, and CBD positively affects <clears throat> dopamine and serotonin levels. Um, and then there's the, you can click it and see some studies here. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to copy and paste this right into our little blog section here. So if you all want to read about this, you can do that as well if you're out there. Um, let's see. Delta-8 THC appears hugely successful at reducing nausea and vomiting. The scientific experiment, uh, an efficient new cannabinoid antimedic in pediatric oncology, quote, was carried out on child cancer patients undergoing chemotherapy to see if Delta-8 THC could prevent nausea and vomiting. Amazingly, vomiting was prevented in all 428, uh, 480 treatment sessions. Oh, my gosh. Wow. The United States government also has a patent for Delta-8 THC. Well, go figure. <laughs> Which states that it's 200 more, 200% more effective at treating nausea than THC. Well, I don't understand. You know, I mean, it's our government. Okay. I'm just, I guess... There's whole, not a whole lot to understand right there. It's just, that's all I guess all I have to say is it's our government. Everybody's just out to make money. Even our government. CBDA, cannabidiolic acid, is also well known for reducing nausea and preventing anticipatory nausea, which occurs when people begin vomiting at the site of a chemotherapy treatment center. Oh or place where they experienced extreme nausea in the past. Hmm. Definitely. Delta-8 and CBDA can be combined for even more nausea relief. Um, and then, let's see here. Best for combining with THCV or CBN. Want to re- uh, recreate your favorite cannabis, sativa, or indica? THCV offers a stimulating boost of energy and suppresses appetite. 
a one-to-one combo of THCV with Delta-8 uh, closely mimics the feel of Durban poisons or Doug's Varin. Meanwhile, I haven't, I don't think I've tried, I've tried Durban poison. I don't think I've tried Doug's Varin. I don't know what that is. Meanwhile, CBN is the best cannabinoid for deep relaxation and improved sleep. A one-to-one combo of CBN and Delta-8 feels akin to Hindu Kush, Granddaddy Purple. Woo! Yeah, that's crazy. Rare cannabinoid companies, um, oh, they have their, their plug for their thing. You can buy their tinctures here, and they've got all these different um, concoctions for you. Is Delta-8 helpful for pain and inflammation? Cannabis patients have long reported relief from pain and inflammation, and scientific studies show that Delta-8 may be especially useful. This 2018 study showed that Delta-8 reduced corneal pain and inflammation. The separate 2020 study also found Delta-8 effective at reducing ocular pain and inflammation. Delta-8 may also be helpful for patients suffering from painful gastrointestinal problems, GI problems, including IBS, as seen in this medical review. Um, all right. Um, let's see. Not That's it. Um, okay. It goes on to say um, rare CBG could also be combined with Delta-8 as it is being studied for use against many diseases, as you can see in this weekly article. Is CBG better than CBD and THC for pain, inflammation, and aging? Ooh, that would be a good one. Ooh. Dementias including Alzheimer's disease, take a huge toll on patients and their families. Research shows Delta-8 shows potential for treating these devastating illnesses. The study on mice found that even very low doses of Delta-8 altered neurotransmitter levels and improved cognitive function. I wonder how they knew. Well, I don't even want to know how they know when mice have dementia. Oh, I can't remember where I put my cheese. Seriously, guys? Oh, man. What's with the mice studies, people? Um, the separate study found that Delta-8 increased uh, acetylcholine, ACH, in the brain, which is important as Alzheimer's disease is linked to declining levels of ACH. There's also a lot of research on CBC showing it may be helpful in the treatment of cognitive decline. Um, Delta-8 may fight cancer tumors. Studies Scientific studies suggest that Delta-8 might influence the growth of cancer cells and tumors. In this study, mice were given Delta-8 THC for 20 days, showed a significant reduction in tumor size and increased survival time. (sighs) Many Delta-8 benefits are interlinked. Its mellower high makes it easier for users to take advantage of its health and wellness properties. From first-time users to those trying to take the edge off of an important event, Delta-8 is worth giving a try. Oh. And don't forget, you might be able to eat more and lose weight, too. Different cannabinoids each have different benefits and can be added uh, to your THC or CBD regime to enhance particular effects. Um, So, uh, Delta-8, and I wonder if they're just extracting that like they would extract any other molecule, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I hope they're doing it in healthy ways because... If you want to go get this stuff, everybody's got, uh, everybody has something. Now, if, you know, it's not hard to find any product that you might want. Um, but come to Tumbleweed South Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Open six days a week. Come get certified. Lowest price certifications in town, $2.99 includes all the fees. And if you're on food stamps, it's only $2.24. So come get certified. Um, and if you want to know what you can get certified for, uh, you can go on to the certification section of our website, and you can book your appointment right there. Um, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, including dementia, uh, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You are eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or just a treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above conditions and more. Bring your current medical record, diagnosis with the last 12 months if you have them, 
Um, and if you don't, that's okay too. We can definitely, uh, we can, we can evaluate most conditions. There are some things here like um, PTSD, for example, uh, the state of Arizona absolutely requires that you have uh, your own records and documentation. Um, and that has to be a yearly thing from your doctor. We can't evaluate you for that. And then, you know, most of the chronic pain conditions we can evaluate you for, there's going to be some things, you know, like if you need blood work done for HIV, AIDS, Hep C, things like that, we don't do blood work. We can send you down the street for that. You can book your appointment right there. And here you go. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email THCTucson uh, at gmail.com. Also, just go to the website. And like I said, there's all sorts of places. You can fill out the telemed form, and we'll get that and call you. You can send us a question at the bottom of the page there. um, And you can check out everything on our website. Uh, book your appointment. It's super easy. The calendar takes you right there. You can book your own appointment. And let's see, I threatened some videos today. And I said we were going to do something funny. So let's do something funny because I think we need to listen to some funniness. I think it would be a good thing. Let's see. I think we're going to do John Oliver. It's an old video, but it's funny and still relevant. Let's see what we can get on here. Hopefully it's not a commercial first. Usually. <laughs> there we go. John Oliver. Well, we are really excited. I mean, this is a huge victory, not just for Californians, but for really the country and the world. Everybody here should be so excited by this. A little weird that those celebrations happened the same night that Trump was elected. It's like celebrating your baseball team winning on the deck of the sinking Titanic. <laughs> Bit of a mixed bag today, but still, go Sox, Yankees suck. Now, as it, as it stands, 44 states now have uh, some form of medical marijuana law, and eight have laws allowing recreational use. So that is good news. The war on drugs was futile, expensive, and imposed overly harsh penalties, especially on African-Americans, who police data suggest are over four times more likely to be arrested for marijuana possession. Although, interestingly, white people are a million times more likely to be shot by that statistic. And, and this is clearly no longer a fringe issue. In 1969, a Gallup poll showed 12% favored legalization. Today, it's 60%. Exactly. Marijuana is something we've just all gradually decided is okay. Such as Mark Wahlberg as a serious actor. You know what? Sure, I've decided I'm fine with that. But the legality of marijuana is actually much more fraught than you may think. In fact, if you have marijuana right now, even if you are acting completely you will be serious jeopardy. That's not you weaving
like your guy for fuck knows. You know who he's talking to there? Billy Bush. Yeah. Talk about people just open up to that guy. Always have.
I think we actually made it through a whole show. I think. I think we're still on. This is amazing. I don't even know what to do. I don't even know how to do my show anymore. Thank you for tuning in. We've got some great guests coming on. Uh, we've got uh, Ed Rosenthal is coming on very soon. Uh, oh, this month, September 22nd. Holy cow, I can't even believe it's September. Holy freedom. Uh, and all sorts of other guests. I'm caught, damn caught. I don't even know what to do at the end of my show. I, I, can't, even, I can't even end my show now. Just remember to be smart, be safe, and educate. And ring that bell for weed. Weed over here. Weed, please. Happy Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. We love you. Have a great day. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.